This week's show is brought to you by Miracle Made. Alright, now you guys, Brad and Alex, you know I like a lot of things, but I'm going to reveal a little bit about myself here. I really like sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's, oh, yeah. A, it's in my top three. Of it's a great I thing enjoy. to do. Wait, hang on. Eating, sleeping, and? Sleeping. Again. Okay. It's, All right. it's it's mostly sleeping, then eating, then sleeping Got again. Got it, yes. Got sleep, it. get up, eat, then you get back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. If I could eat while I'm sleeping, I would probably do that, too. Sleep, eat, sleep, repeat. Got it. Yes. And luckily for me, Miracle Made has sheets just for me. Because did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? And I'll tell you what I don't like, sleeping on a damn toilet seat. I would rather sleep in some nice sheets. I don't know, man. Have you tried it? Unfortunately, yes. And it's not my style. I won't ask you to elaborate. (laughs) Inspired by those punks at NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It has self-cooling properties. The sheets that are infused with this silver prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets, and no more gross odors. Only the best odors in my sheets. You can go to trymiracle.com slash nextlander to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo nextlander at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to miracle.com slash nextlander and use the code nextlander to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash nextlander to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, Two, episode 52 of the Next Lander podcast. Brad Shoemaker, Alex Navarro, how are you? Do you know I, how, the amount of time I've been spending around three to five year olds, so just that counting. 51, yes. 52, uh, one uh, Next Lander, two Next Lander. A lot of counting going on. Yeah. What are, what are we counting? What are, what are, what are they, are oh, they are counting the months of Next Lander? Just numbers. Sure. Just, just, well, just, yes. yeah. They just like numbers, of course. You're just like, hey, can you count the number of Nextlander podcasts that we've done so far? One. I'm stealing now your the count joke, Alex. Now I can do it. By all means. Um, you, you probably can't pay for the count to come just promote your podcast, can you? No, I don't think he's on Cameo. <laughs> oh, he works. He works for he's HBO on now. Oh, he's got HBO money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's John Oliver and the Count. I've uh, I've yeah, watched. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming to multiverses very soon. Yeah, uh, that would be pretty. 
pretty funny to have John Oliver in the multiverse. The multiverses. I mean, there's t- uh, there's a there's a leak out there that says that Ted Lasso is coming to that game. So really, all bets are off at Wait. this point. Wow, that's that's inspired. the. That, I, I don't know if that's actually true or that's not, inspired. but that is the thing that some leaker said. So, uh, is that that sports? Yeah, Ted Lasso? sure. Well, it is a sports it is a sports comedy against sports a comedy. backdrop of sports. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? Could they, the Sopranos. They have uh, that would be. Uh, I guess Tony Soprano, James Gandol- a James Gandolfini likeness in in mm-hmm. there would be weird. Just get Polly Walnuts. No one else. Uh, the that, uh, I, have you seen that? Have you seen that dude lately? He has not changed in, since that show went off. The I air. believe it. Exactly the same. Hey, can I, can I, can I pull an Uncle Brad here and say, I've never seen The Sopranos. Wow. Like any of it? Wow. I mean, I've, I've never seen the whole thing, but impressive. I've seen a decent amount of it. I've I've caught you know through osmosis. Some yeah. stuff. I've seen James Gandolfini sitting at a table talking to people. It is a bit of a cultural institution. You do get some of it just by existing. Yeah. I like I know the I know when somebody's like, that's the you know, wife from the Sopranos. I'm like, yes, okay, yes, I recognize her. Um, you know. But yeah. Oh, Edie Falco is just a fantastic actress across the board. Yes. Yeah. So so yeah, so when she's in things and people are like, Yeah, okay, I'm with you on that. But yeah, I've I know people, it was a big deal. Something happened at the end of it. And I don't, I really actually, the big deal was what didn't happen. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, no spoilers. Mm. Well, the big deal is what happened is that they got that journey song. Okay. True. Yeah. Don't stop believing. I feel like maybe the first two seasons and you're good. I know there's only six. People are going to be mad about this. I think, I think it gets kind of not great. How many stretch toward the end and then kind of, gets right back on the rails before it ends is it um like six seasons of eight to ten episodes or is it six like 13 sounds okay. right okay sometimes they do like there are seasons that have like 14 16 like even, 18 episodes like even that was a big deal back then because yeah. you're still coming off a of network tv where everything was like 24 per yeah. season right hbo never really did that right but there weren't that many shows at that time right it yeah was like oz i think was the only big one before the sopranos i mean they had me. some comedy stuff you know carnival they, if you yes uh, well carnival was after that i think but was it oh yeah but like they how, had like dream on and like larry sanders show and all that stuff wait how long ago was the sopranos like late 90s i think it what started around 80 it was like 98 99 oh my god 99? i was gonna say like 2010 maybe 2000 uh, when did james uh, gandolfini pass first episode 99 James Gandolfini passed, I think, in the last 10 years. 20, okay. I'm going to say like 2010-ish. Okay. 11, 2013. Yeah. Wow. Okay. My sense of time. I was watching something with my wife recently. Uh, what was I watching? Um, oh, that that one, the, the Shining Shining Girls. Uh, we were watching that. Uh, and there's um, uh, stuff where they're in the, the 90s, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, man, I know this is supposed to be 30 years ago. But this looks like it's from the 1960s, and I just think uh, my brain is in the 1990s and thinks of things 30 years ago as the 1960s. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, yes. Like, like, oh my gosh, is that what the 90s looked like? Because, and when my wife was like, wait, it's the 90s. It's not 30 years ago. And I was like, honey, you got I have some bad news for you. <laughs> you 1992. <laughs> you got to do, you got to do the math. was 30 years ago. You got to do the math. I think uh, we both had a little moment there of like Nirvana's oh. Nevermind is 31 years old. 
Speaking of all of these things, I don't know why when I Google James Gandolfini, the first thing that comes up is Michael Imperioli talking about how big a green a fan of Green Day's Dookie he was. Oh, he's a big like alt rock punk dude. Oh, he, really? He, he yeah. My, Michael Imperioli on Instagram saying, "No joke, he loved Green Day. He would play the vinyl of Dookie in his trailer." Yeah, the vinyl. Huh. The vi- it's a class. The class is classy. Yeah. Dookie. He's he's an imper- he's a classy guy. You know, man. Uh. Well, I want to welcome everybody here to the Next yes. Lander podcast. It's not just all Dookie and Sopranos. It's a lot of Dookie. But um, but it's oh, new Dookie that we are offering you, the consumer. That's right. The new Dookie. That's uh, that's your promise here yes, today. That's Dookie. right. Nothing, nothing but the straight poop around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Dookie in every pot. We are, uh, we are celebrating our one-year anniversary, if you hadn't heard, if you're just kind of tuning into the podcast. A lot of fun stuff. I want to recap quickly here before we get too deep into the podcast, though I will say we are going to talk a bit about, game-wise, got uh, KO the Kangaroo, we've got Diablo Immortal. We're leading with that, just we're so you know what kind of week it is. That's what we're talking about. Uh, we've got Diablo Immortal talk. We'll talk a little hard space ship breakers. I'm sure, Alex, you've played some more Vampire Survivors, and also yes. some Payday 2 has made it into the mix, along with... Some Final Fantasy fourteen, which I have been playing. I won't get too, too deep into it, but we'll talk a little bit about that in the game section. But if you want to see more of that, those streams have been going on all week. About 10 a.m. Eastern is when those kick off. Going to continue doing that for this week and next week. If next week Final Fantasy fourteen starts to get boring, which it hasn't, uh, mm-hmm. then maybe I'll switch it up. But I'm enjoying hey, you're it. You're about so. to do a dungeon, aren't you? I think so. that's what people Whoa. say. That's an instance. I'm, yeah, I'm like level 20 already. Uh, moving up. It's almost it's almost time to get mounted. I think, uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. what they say. Yeah, I'm, I'm phrasing. Just, I'm just, We're still doing phrasing. Is right? there is there a mount in the land that can truly support the mass of Big Zaddy? I feel like a nice <laughs> cactuar would do it. Uh, uh, Brad, you were there when we saw the whale, the the big whale or whatever. Oh, that big whale! It was there. So I'm gonna say yes. The big the big whale is the thing that has made me want to play that game more than anything. you missed today. There is a bunch of uh, Magitek just all Man. over. The, there's a are whole. There, is there like different Magitek armor? Like not just it, one. Like there were m- machines and people riding ostrich like things. Um, so Man. yeah, that, incredible. That, that stuff is going on. It's so easy to sneer at fan service until it works on you. <laughs> That's yep. right. That's right. We have uh, made some changes to the uh, Patreon tiers now that we uh, are in year one here. Ramblecast will now be uh, uh, go into the $5 tier. It's on a week delay, but we are rolling out. Important to know, we are rolling those old ones out uh, kind of slowly to not saturate the RSS feed, to not saturate your RSS feed. So there are like 50 episodes of that thing. So yeah. we're trying to d- space it out a little bit. I, yeah. I, I unlocked the most recent one last night for people just so okay. they have the newest one. And then I think we're up to like number 15. Yeah, okay. so so the way Patreon works, there's a lot of weird things with Patreon, but it's all in one Patreon feed, so it kind of just blasts that feed. So we're unlocking older ones over the course of the next week and a half. Um, you know, kind of for five dollar folks in the five dollar folks, ten dollars. There's now a uh, a video version of the Ramblecast that is up currently. You have yeah, you can see our mugs mm-hmm. out there. Finally, finally, a video where you can see what we look like. Mm. See how handsome we are. Yeah, coming. I'm the cute one. Just remember that. That's yeah. uh, I, I, the sporty. I'm the rugged the, one. That's right. That's right. Brad's the sassy one. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
sassy spice. You know, uh, we might need to work upon those designations. I'm not sure if we nailed them all. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting it, man. I'm perfect. Right. I'm the one with the hat. <laughs> the yeah. Hat, okay. That yeah. much. That much is absolutely accurate. Yeah. I guess I'm the one with the glasses now. And I, the hair. I'm. I, uh, I, I, I'm almost ready to switch back to my glasses now that the cold weather is done, and I just got used to it because the uh, I was tired of fogging up with a mask every time I went outside uh, into the coffee shops. Uh, the other thing that is super fun that we announced. Uh, uh, at the time of this recording today, there's a new podcast, uh, mm-hmm. never been a better podcast. Originally it was going to be called never been a better time. That didn't feel right. No, and then, uh, <laughs> no. That, did, that just seemed like false advertising. Uh, so change it to never been a better podcast, I, uh, which has, uh, this week has uh, Dan Riker and Austin Walker joining myself and Alex as we go over things like what defines a mech. And mm-hmm. what's, uh, what is, how do you talk about porn with, say, your kids or parents? Uh, and that's up now. And then hopefully, um, rotating in and out. It's a monthly podcast. And that is in the $10 tier, rotating in and out with, uh, Abby and Jeff Bacalar to get the more whole pe- old beast cast crew. Yeah. Right. Rotating in and out once a month. Scheduling is hard. People have jobs. Hopefully, yeah. we'll be, uh, uh, once a month a good cadence for that stuff. Can, can I, can I say at one point the name Feast Cast was going around? Yes. And then I, you weren't sure about it, and then I said that you should just eat during every episode. Yes. yes. There's I, a subset of our audience that would be extremely unhappy if we did that, and I yeah, kind of understand where they're coming from. There's another subset. Yeah. I, uh, We'd I, have the, to do the video version for them, though. The name of that original export was FeastCast on my mm-hmm. computer until I, until I changed it. Uh, so that is in the $10 tier. That is uh, a once a month. We'll, we'll be doing that. Uh, and you can go get the first episode up now if you uh, if you want. I like that intro music too. It has grown on me. It's a fun song. Yeah, uh, we'll have some more announcements coming up throughout the week. We've got Thursday and Friday for more stuff, more exciting things that we're really happy to share. These next uh, two things I will say are just a little. They are not immediate. They are things that are a little bit more forward looking, but they are not that far forward looking. They are, yeah. in, let's say, within sight range. Yeah, they're things that are in the near future. Uh, yes. either uh, going into production or into some kind of state of being available let's say yes uh so that's really exciting i hope people uh, like it you can go check out a post on our front page on patreon uh it should be public i don't, again some stuff with patreon a little weird in terms of what you can access if you're not logged in but um all of that stuff should be out there if you want to know the details patreon's uh, weird patreon can be weird just so you know, we agree with you. When you think Patreon is weird, we think it's weird, too. Yeah, especially the way they do monthly uh, uh, signups. But it is now the first at the time of this recording, so go ahead. Yeah. Feel free to sign up. I feel like we should, we should just say it. Yeah, we yeah. should just say it. Like The thing to know about Patreon is they bill on the first of the month. So if yes. you sign up on, let's say, the 31st, you're going to get billed and then billed again the next day. Yeah, It's, it's dumb. So it's, yes, that's no something good. that is not as clear as it could be. I've been trying to say that on those morning streams, but now that it's the first, go nuts. Yeah, that's it. Now we're already on the other side of the new month, so haha. And we're not uh, even done announcing stuff yet. And I just want, before we get into the game stuff, I want to thank everybody for supporting us over the course of the past year, whether it is through Patreon, through just general good vibes, watching stuff, uh, other communities outside of the Discord, everybody out there. Thank you for supporting us, uh, and here's to the next year. And, yeah. you know... <laughs> You only have a one-year anniversary once, so uh, I'm happy to be around with everybody out there celebrating our first year of Nextlander. That being said, should we get into the games this week? Oh, I suppose. Eh, Why not? Like 
What should we? What do you guys want? Do you want to start with KO or should we start with Diablo? Yes. Yeah. Let's well, do the knockout. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think about that one. Uh-huh. Um, the two biggest games in the world. Diablo Immortal? Let's talk about the kangaroo. Let's yes. talk about let's talk about the kangaroo. Let's talk, let's talk about the game that we may have formerly referred to as Cal the Kangaroo before yeah. I realized, oh, he's a kangaroo. <laughs> he has boxing gloves. Yeah. It's a pun. Oh, that's called wordplay. Yeah. yeah. So uh K-A-O, the yes. kangaroo. Uh, this is kind of a weird one. This series, I did not know about this series, but I guess it's been around since the early 2000s. Yes, uh, it has. And this is like the, the latest entry. Uh, when I was looking this game up, it seems like they re-released some of the older ones on Steam. They did pretty well. And so this was a game that was announced, I believe, in around 2019 or was maybe scheduled to uh, come out around then. And here we are with KO the Kangaroo. A very Crash Bandicoot early, uh, let's say Jack and Daxter one, yeah, platformer, yeah, it, yeah. That that series was like PS2 era. It is extremely another mascot platformer. Oh yes, yeah. like you've got a spin attack, you've got a double jump, you've got a butt stomp. Yes, you know what this is. You've mm-hmm. got you've got portals. Uh, so this this actually reminded me of that latest Crash Bandicoot game that came out that had. Um, Oh gosh, I'm not a big Crash fan, but it had the the tiki masks uh, in, in it that four the the Wait. one that the one where you could like uh, put the different masks on to do different powers and like platforms would uh, uh, materialize. Was that Crash uh, Four? I didn't I didn't play Crash Four. I think it, it it just came out on PS5. Yeah, it must be Crash yeah, yeah, Four. That's, yeah, that's four. Uh, unless, unless, unless it was that remake, they did that trilogy. No, no, no. This is the new one. The new yeah, that, one. that has to be four. Uh, I. This is maybe not us polished. Uh, no, this is, this is also like, a thirty dollars game. Yes, we. I feel like we should just say right up front. It's it's thirty bucks. It's a little rough. Like some of the character animations and stuff like that are kind of janky. Voice acting. But this is a new game, right? Yes. This is a new game yes. starring it's a, it's KO new the game. Kangaroo. Yeah, which is confusing because I think the original was called KO the Kangaroo. Uh, so this is like, but that game came out in like nineteen. Uh, no, it came out in two thousand. Yeah, so who the hell even remembers that? Yeah, it's it is in that PS one to PS two transition. I will just you, say, yeah, yeah, say you're it. Collecting, you're collecting coins. You're smashing boxes. I mean, you're button stomping stuff. Totally, like it's, it's that. Playing it with a three and a five year old was like okay. And here's the value of this game. Like I would sure, not, right. sp- I would not have spent five minutes with this game. I mean, it's it's fine. Like it is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's yeah. very familiar. It's very for 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 folks who have been down this road, they might be like, "Oh, I'd rather be playing Crash or some other uh action platformers." But yeah, totally. I can a- absolutely see the appeal. It's not very difficult, or at least hasn't been so far. I've only put like an hour into it, so Right. Uh also kind of just drops you into like a story you know nothing about with not out a lot of setup. What do you need to know? It's a kangaroo. He's got boxing gloves. Go nuts. No, he doesn't have boxing gloves at the beginning, though. He gets them because they were his father's. Oh, is, father's. This the, uh, is this the gritty origin story about how he gets his boxing gloves? They were his father's gloves, and then all of a sudden they start talking to you. Yeah, his father's haunted gloves that can summon... Was it the ethereal Who plane? Who are they haunted by? So that's, you know, the, a specter yeah. that lives in the gloves that makes... Plat- brings you to another dimension that makes platforms appear. I, really- I, I did appreciate that I the gloves sound like what I imagine is the Australian version of like a grouchy plumber. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like it's like Brooklyn by way of Australia is what the, those okay. gloves sound like. All right. The voice acting's weird. That koala is weird. 
Yes. Uh, yes. The, yeah. The, I'm surprised it has voice acting at all. That's budget, man. Yeah. The, the Qual has got some like really clipped style of delivery that makes him seem like he's supposed to be some sort of kung fu master. Is what they're going for. Yeah, but uh, it's, uh, oh, are they going kind of maybe into an accent that is not? But no, no ideal. Accent. No, but no, no accent. No okay. accent. No accent. Just okay. a very like terse style of delivery that. Yeah, got it. Makes okay. him seem very sort of. I don't. Know, what's the word like, I'm looking for? Mystical. Mystical, sort of. like like Yoda esque. You know, like this. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, the it's weird. It's just weird. It's just weird. Like the whole story. It's just weird. They made this. <laughs> That's you know. It's fine. Story you, you, it's again. It's like it's representative of this thing now where we are mining all these sort of like B and C tier platformer characters that were very popular in let's say the '90s and early 2000s. And just seeing what sticks now. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, man, we live in a world where Glover came out on Steam last month. Okay. Barely. Like, I, yes, it did. I mean, I, I, I genuinely think, unless I'm missing something, it was that Crash trilogy and how well that did that kind of yeah, paved the way for all of this stuff. Did they do another Tie the Tasmanian Tiger? Not yet. So uh, it's time. Uh, Gex. It's, it's, oh. it's bring them all back. Hang on. Yeah, we're probably due for a Gex reboot, right? Hang on. Uh, oh, Chrome Studios. For Ty? Yeah. Uh, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger HD not from software. <laughs> from software is Ty the Tasmanian, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Somewhere between Otogi, they had to pay the bills, so. There is an HD remaster of the first Ty. There is not okay. a new Ty yet. I thought I remembered someone putting something out for that, so. But hey, man, look. Remains I, unexploited. The world needs a steady supply of character platformers. That's all They I could can make say. new ones. Nah. This is well, a this new is one. a new one. No, it's no. I mean, new new heroes, no, not just the no, guy that like no. we the the, every, the kangaroo that was pl- only popular enough for us to send that game to Frank Provo back in the day. <laughs> every character has been mascotted and in a plat. There just are no more. There's, you cannot make a new one. It's it's give done. Tangy her own video game. She deserves it more than Ka- Ko the kangaroo. Tangy at this had point. a platformer in two thousand five. I don't I don't know how you don't remember this. Oh man, I totally wrong here. There absolutely is a new tie. <laughs> There is a new tie. New okay. as in, I mean, new as of 2018. Like, it's not exactly. That's, that's, that counts. That's still in that wave. Tie the can, Tasmanian Tiger 3, Knight of the Quincon. Sure. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not really in this vein, but there is that, uh, that Bridge of Spirits game. It's a yeah, little bit. I actually, like, not to compare them, but Kenna is like the thing I thought of playing this, but Kenna yeah. is. And like, Kenna's good Kenna's is the thing. Good. Like, Kenna is a totally decent spin on that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this it's, is, again, this is not bad. This is totally functional. Yeah. Sure. But it's, it's nothing you have not seen before. But again, they are tr- in this case, they are trying to exploit a previous IP, one that people barely remember, versus Kenna, which is a new thing. Like, it is doing an old style of game, but it is its own thing. I, Kenna, Kenna, I would will say, feels deeper. Uh, I, yeah. I've played a lot more Kenna than I have played uh, KO. But it, It's probably because they actually took some lessons from other video games that have come out in the last 20 years, as opposed to just like, what <laughs> if it was that kangaroo again? What if you found out the mystical origin of his boxing gloves? Kenna feels a little more modern. Uh, yeah. KO the kangaroo. You can you can catch it. It is out there. You can you want to learn about your dad's haunted gloves? Why they were buried in a chest? The, the koala knows it's bad news. You go to your mom and you're like, I'm gonna go on this quest to go find my ghost sister. And your mom is like, Yeah, you should go do that. I'm not gonna stop you. And then you're off punching crabs and and bugs and fish. Yeah, and, sw- and hitting things. And things. Okay. Anything that needs punching, just punch it. You'll punch it. It's okay. And double jumping. K.O. the kangaroo. K.A.O. the kangaroo. It's out on kind of everything, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is $30. And if that makes you happy, I'm glad. 
I think I'm not, not here to yuck your yum yeah. regarding kangaroo mascot platformers. I'm just saying. Yeah, it is out now. Give Tangy a video game. Uh, should we just take a quick break and we're going to come back with Diablo Immortal. The immortal Diablo. Diablo apparently cannot die uh, and neither can the franchise. But we'll come back and talk about that in just a second. This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money. Brad Shoemaker, Alex Navarro. I bet you guys have subscriptions. I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions. And at a certain point, I had to drill down. I had to, I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore. You had to take time out of your day. My busy schedule. Your time, which is worth more than anything. To find those subscriptions and cancel. Brad Shoemaker, do you live a subscription lifestyle? I am just a walking monthly bill at this point. <laughs> it's the world we live in. If you need help, boy, guys, I got some uh, I got some news for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, but in reality, the number is closer to 200 My God. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Thanks, Rocket Money. And we're back. And so is Diablo. That Diablo Immortal. Now this Randy Pitchford's Diablo. Diablo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diablo. Uh, Diab- Diablo. 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 Immortal is a Diablo. Uh, it's originally a, a mobile game. It was coming to the PC soon. It was supposed to come out, I think, as of the time of this recording on June second, but is now out on mobile. Yeah, the second was the release date. I think that seemed like that happens somewhat commonly with mobile releases these days that they just kind of sneak out. A few hours or a day early. And that's not like the territory thing. No, no, it just kind of was out this morning when I got up all of a sudden. Like, There used to be a thing with Apple, and I'm not saying it's because of this, but like they used to be real particular about how games were announced and what release dates were announced when. Mm. Like they used to be extremely tight about that stuff. Like overseeing uh, uh, now, there's just so much stuff on there. I don't think they even. That's the thing it. is, I think they may have loosened that up. But I remember back in the day, we tried like when stuff would uh, come out on mobile. Yeah. Uh, my window's open. Yeah. It's a nice day. Sorry. Beeping the horn. Uh, Apple used to just be real butt tight about that shit. Like mm. just not into you doing anything off of their schedule. Well, Brad, you got in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How butt tight is? T- <laughs> Diablo mm-hmm. Immortal. Uh, not in the slightest. No, is okay. it pretty loose? Um, hey, it's mobile Diablo. The loosest Diablo it's, in town. Uh, I got this brand new phone that looks like a very old phone. Okay, it's the new iPhone SE, but it is very fast inside. Okay, so thought, it's got the I good thought, guts. 
I thought I would give this a shot. It's kind of exactly what you think it is. I mean, it's got on-screen controllers or controls that work pretty well. Like in the corners? Yeah. But okay. like the, you know, the joystick follows your thumb. You don't have to hit it exactly. It kind okay. of sticks the joystick wherever you're touching. Okay. Uh, the powers are a little more finicky because they are actual buttons on the screen and you can miss those if you're not paying close attention. But And so you, you played on the SE. Do you, as you know, out of the, offhand how big your screen is? Uh, it's the same as whatever the six and the eight, seven and eight were. Okay. How big is that thing? Uh, same as yours. I can't remember. You, I don't mind. Okay. So mine is not is super that, like, big. Was that four inches? Four point something? I forget. I does not have a notch. It's the. It's got a home button. Yeah. Nice. Good for you. So uh, okay. I uh, not that I have a thing against the, the notch. I have seen the notch. It does not bother me. But like, I love that. Uh, I can live uh, with the notch. I still miss the headphone jack. Yes. But well, that's not what we're talking about. That ship so, sailed. Yeah. Uh, the, um, do you feel like there's enough real estate to see everything going on? Yeah. I did have to put on my reading glasses though. Okay. Mm. All right. Hey, uh, it's a bit cramped. I, you know, I, I will say it has the exact same moment you had in final fantasy on Monday of you do a big instance tutorial with nobody else around. And then all of a sudden you're in the real game and like 800 players spawn in around you. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and once that happens and then there's a chat thing at the bottom, it's full, full MMO zone chat in that thing. Huh? Where I'm just watching people talk about the game while I'm playing the game. Do you pick a server or is uh, yes. it just okay? Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, so yeah, once once you're into the real game and there are players everywhere and stuff, it, the, the UI does start feel a little bit cramped. Actually, at least on that screen, like it might be better. I bet it would be better on an iPad. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, and they have that PC version coming out, so you know. Yes, I guess tonight at the time of this recording, the beta beta version of PC is supposed to go out. You can also okay. play the mobile version with a controller. Like a Bluetooth or something, whatever yes. can connect to your yeah. device. Also, it defaults to 30 frames a second, but there's like a ton of PC-style graphics options in there. Huh. And you can set it to 60, and then it's like, hey, this may overheat your phone and shorten your battery life. Just be aware. Mm. And like, huh. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's so. a weird needle to thread. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess if you're playing with it plugged in, then, you know, you can maybe get away. I don't really know how that stuff works. Yeah. So I mean, it's Diablo. I'm trying to think what to say about it here. I mean, it's like it's all the classes. Is it good it's, Diablo? It's, it's barbarian, monk, uh, you know, the whole thing. Crusader. Well, yeah. Necromancer? Yes. Okay. Uh, Is it rainbows and too bright? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I remember from Diablo. Is it too bright? Is it too colorful? So, Is there so, too much color? Yeah. So they're straight up in the display options. Is a like world color or world <laughs> brightness that straight up gives you a bunch of filters over the, the graphics like straight okay. up like sepia ish filter or like full saturation or like they clearly are still mm. sensitive to that criticism <laughs> like a decade so you're saying later. that activision blizzard has learned exactly one like, lesson like a in decade the last decade later they are yeah. still accounting for that stuff i uh my i guess what i would ask you and i don't know if you're deep enough into it but does it feel like it is tuned for a free-to-play diablo i it's hard to say like i went in the shop and there's like i mean there's already like four upgrade currencies that i've seen referenced and you can go buy those and all the stuff but they say that you can play the entire game without any microtransactions of course you could they always uh, say that i will say I, i'm like level 12 now and it's like i haven't seen anything that required me to grind or need okay. currency for anything i that i'm sure that'll all come in for like gear upgrades you know yeah like that. and they're selling a lot of cosmetics as well so, is the PC version free to play? Yes. Okay, so they're not yeah, doing any upfront charge for it? Yeah, and I actually just checked. There is cross-progression, so I could just, like, pick Log up in. my character on the uh, PC okay. now. Like, you- like, sub in a mouse and a keyboard, and I don't know what makes this any different than any other Diablo other than the monetization, right? So, so I, was, right. I, I guess that was going to be my next question. Like, do you I feel like it takes on Diablo? Like is it the, the next Diablo? The character? 
No, 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 no. No, I mean, is it, is it actually yeah. holding up the mantle? Oh, of yeah, no, I mean, I say that because they are totally fronting, like, there's this other demon that you're fighting in this game, and, like, uh. Deckard Kane is straight up like, I don't know any demon by that name. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, yeah. Like, Wait, Deckard Kane is in this game? Yes, he absolutely is. Which is this- really made me wonder how old that voice actor is, and, like, I hope he's doing well. I thought Deckard Kane was dead. Like, Diablo... Did Deckard not die? No, he's immortal. Everything's uh, immortal now. He Deckard did die three, didn't he? I thought Deckard was dead. I don't know. I, may, okay, I don't know. I don't this, know the Diablo timeline. There are references to five years after something, which I took something to mean Diablo three. Uh, but I don't know where this is actually set. Where's the cutscene where when the guy shoves the crystal into his forehead and walks away into the the desert? Uh, is that mm, Diablo one? I don't know. That's uh, that, that cutscene sticks with me for some reason. I was oh. that was like kind of kind of cool that's a cool thing man like you i mean can only dude, contain the power of diablo this is full-on like Tyrael narrating the cg intro and you run into deckard kane in the first town in five minutes like it's that okay it's that okay uh, loot the loot interface is pretty streamlined like you can pretty easily break down everything you don't need in like two clicks clicks taps whatever all right um i don't know what else to say about it it seems like a totally competent mobile diablo if you're looking for that I don't know if I am, but I, I, I think you're fine. I appreciate Diablo. Diablo will always have a place kind of in my history of video games. Diablo two, particularly mm-hmm. um, Diablo three. I didn't get into as much as some other people really got into nothing against Diablo three. I just didn't get into it. Uh, so I don't think when this was announced, it, it didn't do too much for me. Uh, we'll see where things go. I also, I don't know. At some point I, I just want to pay the, I'll pay the $60 and want to play the game. I I, I don't want the yeah. thought in my head that there might be something else going on. It's just, it's just, and that's a pers- very personal thing. I, you know, I'm not trying to say the game is doing that. It's just one of those things. There's it's a battle pass right out of the gate. I'll tell you that. Everything's a battle pass. Yeah. They don't have to buy it. Me. It's just there actually. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's like an introductory battle pass and then you have to buy another one later. <laughs> Who knows? Is it? I mean, the main thing is that like this is the Diablo you're getting for the foreseeable. That's future. like that's the thing is God only knows when Diablo Four is coming out at this point. So like, here's yeah. your PC version of this. If you want some new Diablo, here you go. God this is only it. Knows. I mean, you can also go play those old Diablos if you want. No, you can't. No, nope, they're gone. Diablo. They're illegal. <laughs> the servers were turned off. You have to play this. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Diablo Three popular on the PlayStation, like the console. Oh yeah, ports? huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, that version huge. did very well. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. People uh, like Diablo still. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. kind of fall off of it after a while. You know, it's a lot of holding down the attack button and occasionally using some abilities. That I, it is. And kind of not paying a whole lot of attention, which maybe is part of the appeal. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, no, it is a total zone out game for sure. I like the, um, gosh, what was the name of the other one? Titan? Titan? Uh, myth? The, the, the kind of ancient. Uh, Back in the day? Yeah, the yeah. Titan the, the, Quest? Titan Quest. Is that Twi- Titan, Titan Quest? Quest? We've talked about so many Titan AE things, I'm getting confused. Yeah, was, yeah, Titan Quest. Titan Quest. I like those. Like, those were also very good. Did I'll, they make very many of those? I think two. Okay. That sounds right. I think two, maybe some expansions. I feel like the second one maybe did not do as well. Apparently, THQ Nordic, a.k.a. the Embracer Group, now owns Titan Quest. Well, we'll see. Bob, look for your free-to-play Titan Quest coming out. I think that might have always been a THQ thing. I could mm. be wrong, though. They, that studio made another... Was, uh, did they make Knox? I feel like they were the only other ones out there making... N-O-X Knox? Diab- Diablos back yeah, then. Yeah, Diablo-likes. No, maybe they off? did not. Maybe that's all they made. I like a thing where you hit the guys and then 
uh, sprite stuff flies out of them and hits the ground very quickly. You know, it, like yeah, that's video games, baby. Gears just gear just goes bloop, and then there's a good jingle of coin sound like Diablo or Titan Quest. Oh, geez, they made two Titan quests and then went out of business. Oh, those games were good. Oh, Westwood made Knox. Okay, okay. Everybody. Well, you know, when everyone's done making their new mascot platformers, uh, they'll resurrect Titan Quest and more Diablo likes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those games. Listen, those loot games were were born to be free to play loot. Oh yeah, like they're they're just just coming into their own. I totally understand the response people had to Diablo Immortal out of the gate. Like it was not necessarily what people wanted, but I can't think of too many video games that seem like they were built to become mobile free to play experiences than the Diablo design. Whether you wanted that or not, I'm sorry. That is just the nature of those things. It's also for me again. Yeah, looking at those things, and, and for me, just being like, "How you doing over there, Blizzard? You, mm-hmm. you know, just like you got a lot. You got a lot else going on on your plate. So yeah, we'll see how this goes for you. I'm gonna sit back a little bit and just see how it. You good have, luck with the whole releasing products thing. You, you Activision Blizzard might have the most going on right now in video oh, game sure. world like for sure. like you, you could if you had a book of the video game stuff going on in 2022 at least half of it two three quarters might be activision blizzard and various lawsuits uh union stuff and like it is just it is a lot going on that company has so much baggage they are leaving bags on the tarmac at this point <laughs> it is it is a lot they yeah. they are joe versus the volcano on the luggage right now in the in yep. that is their baggage just kind of uh playing Ugh. a ukulele joe versus the volcano Okay, that's a movie. Okay, movie. No, that's pretty good. Okay, movie. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'd watch that again. That's fun. All right. I've never seen it. Oh my ah, gosh. Turns out. You know, know what? That's that's not a surprising one. A lot of people have not seen Joe versus Wait, the Volcano. Really? Yeah. Is that Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. Yes. It's it's kind of a, it's kind of a cult favorite. Oh, I thought that was like pretty big. For Tom him. Hanks and Meg Ryan. It's their it's their yeah, classic. Right. It's like it's like the eighty the sweethearts of the eighties. Yeah. It's one of those movies that did not do very well in theaters. I don't think, and kind of caught on a cult following on home video. Brain cloud, yeah. You didn't get a second opinion. <laughs> it's a very silly. Uh, all right. Uh, another What's game up next. Another game that I have played a ton of is Hard Space Shipbreaker, a game I have talked about previously. A game I actually really, really enjoy, and it is creeping up my 2022 list uh, and, and finding a spot there. I've continued playing it. I think this will be interesting because I think I'm at the point where I'm either in the middle where I'm just taking ships apart and doing a lot of side stuff or, or sure. not side stuff in the game, but kind of just doing the thing. You're just doing the jobs, doing the jobs. And the, and the ships are big now. The mm-hmm. ships take up kind of the entire berth of, of what do you got? Like freighters. You yeah. got like some, uh, yeah, some, yeah. some, you know, like galaxy class starships. Oh, uh, not that big, okay. but, uh, uh, some freighters, some haulers, uh, my, uh, you know, danger level has gone up. So there's radioactive stuff. There are, uh, multiple cores now on a ship that have to be drive cores. You got to, you know, and it, it's, it's a little puzzly. They give you, Hey, in order to take this core out safely, you should disable the coolant, go find the mm-hmm. coolant system. They now have parts where you have to cut out certain pieces to make sure everything's going in the right processing unit, processor, furnace and salvage. Sure. It's, it's interesting. I, I've cut out giant sections of the ship and now tethered one end to a berth and tethered one end to another side and watched the thing come out like an ice pop from a sleeve. It is just like, it is pretty mm-hmm. cool to watch that thing just separate. You see all gi- the pieces just like work like that. Yeah, in giant chunks. The part I still get a little annoyed at is 
salvage is worth a lot. Salvage is stuff like chairs and lights and computers that you want to break out of the ship before it gets processed down. And that stuff can take a lot of time to pluck out of a ship piece by piece. I don't know if there's a faster way to do it. Tethering it all doesn't seem like the, the way to do it. Sometimes I just pop the bottom of the ship off and just blast everything down into the salvage bin. Maybe that's the way to do it. Still a lot of fun. I find it very zen still, even with stuff exploding and decompressing. Right. And it's fun to, like, Brad, I feel like you'd appreciate this. If you un, if you sever an airlock and then open the back door of an airlock or something, the kind of decompression forces it out and you just watch the airlock kind of just Good. jettison out. Good. Uh, and it's fun this. to watch. Uh, yes. It's it's cool. And like I said last time, there's a lot of story in there going on. So the guy who is overseeing the shop now that has come in from corporate, who is now being like, you guys got to make your time and we're just going to bump you up into an extra level. There's like tension mounting inside Heart Space Shipbreaker where the local guy who's friends with everybody is and is kind of. Like, hey, man, you're pushing them too hard. And the guy from corporate is like, no, I'm not. And it's weird. It's, it's weird what's yeah. in there. Uh, and I kind of like it. I don't want to talk past what they're doing in this game because it sounds like this game as it is is pretty cool. And I do like the ship designs and stuff they've created for this. But I can't help but think about, like, how rad would this game be if they did a version of this that was set in, like, the Star Trek or the Star Wars universe? Like, Brad, you remember that episode of Next Generation where they go to the one where it's, like, the defunct ship graveyard? <laughs> and it's just, like, it's that weird fussy guy that runs the defunct ship graveyard, and it's just, like, a million old starships and Klingon ships and Ferengi ships and everything all over the place. Yes. Trying to like, how the- rad would it be to just work there and just, like, you know, it's like, yeah. someone needs a warp core from a Ferengi, like, you know, battle cruiser. So you well, trust want- me. Trust me, I've spent my entire video game career trying to run around Starfleet ships. I, I yeah. But wait, I need to. I need to know what the hook of that episode was. You, it, I forget what is like. There was something in that, like there was someone who was stealing stuff from that place, mm. and they were like the like, the stuff from those ships was ending up on like mercenary ships. Okay, I think that's what was like the the crux of it. Oh, they tracked it back to a shipyard. Yeah. Uh, I so you want like a total conversion mod for this? That's just the kind of okay. It's. That would be cool. But That's I do, it. again, I don't want to, I don't want to talk yes, past what they're no, already I, <laughs> doing here. I think their ship design is actually really neat, yeah. but. Yeah, that would be know. neat. Those ships are big. That's yeah. like, uh, those things I think would be, the, the, I, what I would want is a multiplayer crew that goes in and, sure. and like goes in and, you know, you have to kind of sound off like, hey, I'm, oh, I'm decompressing this thing or, hey, I'm setting off charges here because that would be, that would be neat. I would, I would like to see that in a. Yeah. And a wider thing, but good on them. They made a very cool game. Totally. Uh, Trying to find some info about the console release, but it doesn't look like there is any kind of date. Yeah, it's kind of nebulous, right? It's just like we hope to bring this yeah, not, to not Xbox. since like not since it was announced originally, like two years ago. Have they mentioned the console stuff? Uh, very quickly here, I'll just mention that I've been trying to work through uh, uh, Citizen Sleeper, uh, trying mm-hmm. to finish that up. I thought I was going to get further than I did. I just ran out of time. Because it's I want been to a talk, busy week. It's fair. I want to talk more about it. Still enjoying it. I'm. It's a little anxiety producing for me. There's like a, a decent amount of clocks ticking right now where stuff is running out, and I feel like I'm. You, you see that it's going to run out before you're. You, you're definitely going to get the thing you need, and that bums me out when a thing closes off. But I'm still enjoying it. I'm just trying to make enough money and eat and get energy and. 
I definitely hit a point in that game where that stopped being a consideration. Okay. Like, you just, at a certain point, I was just, like, I'd finished enough quest lines and got enough rewards to where I had a healthy buffer of cash. Okay. So I could just do the stuff I needed to do to make sure I never went below a certain, uh, you know, like, health Dice state. Dice threshold. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, I haven't hit the point where I still have to buy those syringes to keep right. my, my health up. And they're expensive. For me, they're yes. expensive. Uh, so there's a guy you will meet who will give you a free one eventually. Okay. I mean, did you wind up using a lot of them? I ended up like at least using a half dozen of those, but then at a certain point you actually get a, uh, the ability to improve your, your health with scrap. Oh, okay. Okay. That would help out. I, yeah, I did do a weird thing where, um, I'll kind of speak spoiler free here. Cause I think obviously the story is the, the game. Where I had loaded up, and it took me to a previous encounter. It must have been the start of the day versus the end of the day. So I had done a thing where I ran away the first time, and that mm-hmm. was the end of it. Then when I loaded back up, I didn't. And boy, that was a mistake. And I feel like I, I messed up and now owe somebody money, uh, and they're, they're, coming, they're coming for me. And oh no! I it, you'll you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, they, it's uh, not as dire as you maybe think it is. No, they just. I think I just had to give them the money I had in my pocket in the end. But uh, uh, that's uh, that's. I like that game a lot. I like their world yeah. they have. That Citizen Sleeper, uh, that's out now. Um, I think it's on Game Pass. It uh, is as well. If you want to check yes. that out, if you have Game Pass, so is Heart Space Shipbreaker on the PC Game Pass again. Uh, console stuff, TBD. Uh, Alex, have you played more Vampire Survivors? Yes, I have, and yeah. I have nothing new to add to that game other than I now have something like nine characters unlocked. Oh, now you're doing it. And I've got like three of the stages unlocked. Okay. And I just unlocked Tiramisu as a concept. It's a pretty good concept as a pick-me-up. Yeah. The thing the thing that I have to add to this is that you talking about this game is making me really want to play this game. And I have no yeah. way to do so as of right now, and it's driving me nuts. Somebody said that it was a port. After we talked about it last week, they said it, it actually was not a port. It was a kind of a like knockoff a, a of clone. a clone yeah. of, a, of a mobile game because we talked about it coming to mobile. Uh, right. I guess yeah, it it's, been- so, so, yeah, it's a, it's a clone of Magic Survival from Android. Okay. Which mm-hmm. like, people reached out and were like, hey, if you like Vampire Survivor, like, check out Magic Survival on phone. And I was like, oh, sweet. And I went and looked and, oh, it's Android only. Android yeah. only. Okay. I still have no way to play any game like that at the moment, but mm. soon. Soon. So is it a clone or is it just inspired by like mm. I there's there's I understand that's a very fine line but I I, look, I saw when, people say clone when okay. mobile games are involved all bets are off yeah that's fair it is uh, completely shameless out there all I know is this game is good in its mm. current state even though it is still in early access and I am throwing at least one or two runs a day at this point so great I yeah. I love when you find a thing that you just uh, sink your fangs into let's say but that's me right like yes. i find a game and then i just decide i'm gonna play it forever until yes. i can't anymore okay like first first result googling those two games just you're somebody on the vampire survivors subreddit yeah i played magic survival for a long time and this is like a streamlined reskin okay so all right i believe it pretty yeah. much the same thing okay you know, I don't love clone stuff when the but yeah. you know, no, I, I don't, don't, I don't like I, that either. But also, this is on my PC and I can play it. So yeah, I fair. also don't know enough about the history here to make any kind of judgment. At yes, all. I also feel super. Yeah, it's Look, like twenty forty eight game thing, right? is technically just a clone of Pong. Like it's it's the, it's the twenty forty eight thing, you know. Like it always yeah. kind of leaves a bad taste when yeah. something that is extremely heavily inspired is the one that takes off. Yes, yeah. 
Yeah, I, again, I, I don't have enough information to make any kind of opinion. Unlike my vast knowledge of Payday 2. Man, all right. Explain why Payday 2 is on this list. <laughs> it's on this list because, okay, so if you don't know, myself, Rob Zachney, and Dialacina have been doing a uh, podcast over at uh, Waypoint Plus, which is their subscription service called Manhunting, uh, where we are going through the entire filmography and TVography of Michael Mann, okay. uh, singular director. And we are up to heat as of this week. We got to heat. It's heat week. Okay. Uh, on Fleet Week. And so, as part of that, to go alongside the heat episode, the three of us and Ren from Waypoint uh, decided to play some Payday because that is basically the closest you're going to get to a heat style experience in a video game because Randy Pitchford never got to make his heat the video game, despite God, the fact that he said he was going to. Right. You remember right. that? You remember when Gearbox yes. said they were going to do that before they even had the license secured? Like I started, I started to say, like, what are you talking about? There's totally a heat video game, isn't there? And like, oh wait, no. Nope. Mid aughts, Randy Pitcher got, started talking out of school and saying like he was going to do it, and he mm -hmm. talked to Al Pacino's people and all this shit. Uh, and then, yes, like the, it just never the, happened. The aliens, Colonial Marines era of Gearbox. Yes. Yes. A lot of things were being said. Yeah, a lot of a lot of promises were being made. But so payday exists, and let's start top level here. Yeah. Does it, is it the promise of heat the video game? Does it feel like that? So to, just in the lead up to that, I will say I played about an hour and a half of payday one ever, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, and I had bought payday two at some point, probably in some kind of like super flash sale. Everybody did. never touched it. I never. Are you sure? I think we did it at giant bomb or something. No, I, I wasn't on that. Zero then. hours. Okay. I had zero hours in payday. 0. 2. 0.0. It was in my played. library, okay. but I had never played it. Okay. So we decided to stream it. Ren had apparently spent somewhere around 100 hours playing that game during her sweaty teenage years. Uh, so she was extremely well-versed in what goes on in Payday. Pay Payday 2. Payday 2. Yeah. So this is my first time with Payday 2. There are things about it that I think are a little annoying. The uh, shooting is not the best. Okay. Uh, the... Focus on cosmetics is understandable for the kind of game that it is, but it is very relentless with that stuff. Okay. But from the heist design and planning perspective, if you're making a four-player game where you're just doing, you know, bank heists and safe cracking and all that kind of shit, they kind of did the thing with this game. Yeah. Okay. And granted, they did it in 2011 because this gets how long this game has been around. So yeah. I'm 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 very late to the party on this one. Wait, is, is but, there? Like, I mean, I should know more about a game that is this big and this old. But like, is yeah. there actually like a pretty significant planning phase before you even go in? Not for every heist. There are ones that are shorter that do not require nearly as much uh, planning work. But so for the bigger ones. They literally give you like a straight up blueprint map of wherever you're going. And there are certain randomized elements like the guard room could be here, here or here. The safe could be here, here or here. And so there's like there's a casing stage where you just have to walk through the level and kind of see where everything is without like alerting yourself too much attention to the guards. And then once you throw the masks on, that's when it's time to, you know, kind of just to kind of do your straight up heat, heat bank heist. Um but, like, in that planning stage, like, Ren was just straight up, like, drawing on the map, like, okay, we need Rob here. You're going to manage crowd control here. You're going to manage uh, the door over here where the cops are going to start fun funneling through if we end up having to go loud. Like, it was a whole thing. 
but like kind of a neat thing. Like it's it's not a heavy tool set, but what they give you is kind of neat. I know I have played some of this. It must maybe it was at a um during an extra life thing or I that seems like where we would have done it. Or somewhere. Uh you did um you did the uh, 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 GTA high stuff with us, right? Yes. 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 What do you think compared to that? Because like, that was that was kind of less planning and more of them just kind of telling you what to do. Yeah. I. So the thing with the GTA heist is that they are really good multiplayer missions in a GTA style, mm-hmm. but they don't do this exactly. They're okay. just kind of multi-step missions. Yeah. The one thing that I found really jarring is apparently because, again, they've been doing playing this game for like 10 years now. Every once in a while, one of those missions just starts with a famous person you know talking to you because they did that heist was built around some story content that they did. Like Ron Perlman's here, Giancarlo okay. Esposito is here okay. talking to you. He's a dentist, but they call him the dentist. But he wants you to do a bank heist. I don't know. I, Payday Two is very popular. It's one of those games that has been in like the top five of Steam charts, right, for like the last yes. ten years. It is. Yeah, it's one of those like lemonade is a popular drink and still is. Like Payday yes. was a popular video game and still kind of is. Yeah, one of those things that you're like, oh, in the background, it's an economy that just yes. is, is making money somewhere that you don't hear about a lot, but people are just playing it in the back. It's like two percent of the Swedish economy. Yes, yes. Payday Two is the forty second largest economy in the world. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and rising. Yes, uh, but was it fun? It was fun, like, and I think having a good crew together, like, especially having Ren there who knows what's going on, like, her help was invaluable because, like, none of the other three of us had spent much time with it at all. Mm. I think Rob had played a little bit, but, like, none of us were, like, super well-versed in it. And the last heist we did, you should go watch the archive because I fuck up, a guard just walks straight into me while we're casing. I think I saw that. I think that's when I was checking in and I saw that. We spent half an hour just mowing down scads and scads of cops as we were trying frantically to go step by step of all the things we needed to do to hack into this to this uh this giant safe to like saw open the doors get the cash get a bus to crash through a wall so that we could get to our getaway vehicle it was a whole thing man you know that band millions of dead cops we beat them Oh, and so it did it work in terms of sheer well, body count I guess you have to watch to find out how yeah. how you made out did you okay? Let me ask this to to kind of cap it. Yes. What was it missing to be Michael Mann's payday two? Uh, okay, I haven't done every heist. To be fair, there yeah. might be ones that are like a little bit more specifically flavored that way. But I think the thing it's missing is tone. Like okay. Michael Mann's stuff is extremely built around like, and I say I think this is just true of a lot of his filmography. Most of his movies are about extremely professional borderline sociopathic if not outright sociopathic men who are just dead focused on whatever their job is and the movies are often about the things that complicate those men and what it is that makes them so singularly driven toward whatever goal that is and this is a lot wackier like this does not have that tone of like intensity that tone of like Mm. you know this is a super serious thing it feels it's not gta parody style yeah but it's closer to that than it is like a straight up heist movie but not like an oceans movie no it's not it's not that kind of leisurely no okay right it's it's not charming charming like antics with like oh these are all like charming uh, no uh, definitely not like rogues these are criminals no 
It is literally a game that is designed to make it so that you are constantly buying bigger and better guns and bigger and stupider masks. Okay. Interesting. Payday 2, hot off the 2013? 2011. 2011 is when that game first launched. You you Uh, talking about this made me think to myself, didn't they say the words Payday 3 at one point? And then it turns out that, yes, they did in 2016. Oh, wow. Like, it supposedly is slated to come out next year as of right now, but they have been... They, have, they, they don't six, have to turn that key until they have to. And they don't have since to they yet. announced Payday 3. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll turn into uh, like an Among Us style thing where they bring it out and they're just like, just kidding. We're just going to go back and do more Payday 2 I stuff. bet the player base for that thing has fallen off just enough to where they can justify doing the sequel now. But again, it's been 11 years since that game came out. Yeah. Also, yeah, this is moving Unreal Engine 5, which probably lets them do a bunch of cool new stuff. Yeah. I when I pulled the information with this, it said Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, yep. or release platform. I remember those. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another break here, but first let's just recap. That was Ko the Kangaroo, Diablo Immortal, Hard Space Shipbreaker, a little bit of Citizen Sleeper in there, Vampire Survivors, and of course we just talked about Payday Two. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with the news right after this. This week's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker. You're not going to walk out of the house naked, right? Not if I can help it. You're going to put your VPN on first. Yeah, of course. Of course. One leg at a time, like I always do. (laughs) ExpressVPN is the easiest way to browse safely, securely, and just better. I just use ExpressVPN. I was away on a trip. I've had ExpressVPN for a couple of years here. When I got on that hotel Wi-Fi, I slipped right into ExpressVPN. One click, very easy. Get in there, and then I was able to access the internet, let's say. What what are you doing on that vacation there? I I had to access my GitHub account, Uh and I was doing some coding, and then I I used my ExpressVPN, and then VPNed into my home computer! Likely story. Uh Uh-huh. And then uh, I watched, uh, you know, I watched uh, some videos, uh, you know, and it's fast enough. That's what they all say. It's got great speeds. It was connected very easily. I was even able to stream in HD problemless on the hotel Wi-Fi. And they didn't know they didn't know a damn thing. Says here you can connect to ExpressVPN and you won't even realize you have it on, which I can vouch for. It's pretty seamless. So right now, go to expressvpn.com slash nextlander and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash nextlander to get three extra months of ExpressVPN expressvpn.com slash nextlander thanks expressvpn and we are back in time for the news now folks if you're out there listening you'll know that got some big fans here of disney's abc's star wars uh universe uh simpsons star wars universe oh the star wars cinematic universe yeah the star wars cinematic marvel captain america Mm -hmm. homer simpson uh i don't know name something from abc uh universe al Al roker is that it's espn i I, I don't really know i don't know 
the the house that the mouse built. Uh, oh, yeah, Star Wars. Stephen A. Smith, noted Disney personality. Uh, Roker's got to be retired by now, right? I don't even know much about Al Roker, really. Also, he's Good Morning oh, America, I, isn't he? That's NBC. I, I oh, he really is NBC. Know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. Also, also still working. Okay. Stormfield. <gasps> Did you know? I didn't. If it's about Al Roker, I'm going to say no. Did you know that Al Roker's American Meteorological Society television seal is inactive? What does that mean? I don't know. Is it like the if that seal breaks, is it like the fourth door of hell open? If Roker's seal breaks, come forth the demons of Stormwatch seventy five. He he has he has seal number two thirty eight, but it is not active. There is some great. Is he doing illegal meteorology now? <laughs> you may not be able to trust the weather advice that Al Roker is giving you. Wow. He may not got to take the test again. He may, he may not be credentialed to be making these predictions in public. I don't know. Unbelievable. That's your Al Roker minute. Yeah, there you go. I don't Is Al Roker okay? I don't even know if we're... I think he's fine. Is, he's it, fine? is it okay to talk about Al Roker? Yeah. No, he's fine. Okay. He lost a lot of weight. That was yeah. the thing I remember. Yeah, he, he, had, he, had, he felt like very publicly had like gastric bypass. Okay. That was like 10 years ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's not exactly why I'm here to no. talk about. The, that's not exactly the news I was here to talk about. Al Roker's Star Wars is why we're here. <laughs> Al Roker is out there saving the galaxy. Jedi Fallen Order was a fun game in the vein of, uh, let's just say, styled after or inspired by Souls-like games, exploration. It's a little Soulsy. A little Soulsy. I thought it was very, uh, I liked it a lot. Brad, I know you liked it as well. Uh, Alex, did you, did you get into it? Thought it was okay. Okay, I, I a little rough around the edges. Did not really care for the main character. You just will never get over Kyle Katarn. You just the. Uh, you just no. It's Dash Rendar. Oh, that that's right. That's over. right. That's You're my shadows, guy. Right. I forgot. That, that game. Yeah, that game is great, and it does some really fantastic storytelling stuff in the back third. That's the third I didn't get to. Uh, so yeah, they like. I mean, like video gamey stuff. You know, like mm -hmm. using environmental transitions and dream sequency type stuff in some mm. really nice, clever ways. It's. Like, that was a great. That was a great game that was done a disservice by its like massive number of bugs and weird issues. That I didn't have as much. I can't even remember where I played it on console or PC. One of them was was buggier. I feel like than I, the I other. I think you were on PC, from what I remember of watching okay. you try to solve that puzzle that one yes. morning. Okay, uh, in, the, in the office, yeah. But, I mean, a big part of its problems were performance problems, which were way worse on console. Yeah, but it also yeah. just had a ton of bugs. Like that, the game was better than it should. Like better than its sort of production quality would lead you to believe maybe yeah. if they ever make another one, they will give it due attention and it will ship clean without a lot of bugs. I hope so. Uh, it sounds like they, well, Brad, they are making another one, Yeah, uh, which we kind of yeah. already. Yeah. They, yes. They, they, they had announced ages ago. Yeah. That they would do another. I mean, that thing sold gangbusters. So, but this is also their first opportunity to really show off what that is. Cause there was that star Wars fan con thing. Celebration. Last week. Star Wars celebration is a weird yes. name to be. I don't know why it's just like, I mean, it's fine. It's just like gather around <laughs> and let us celebrate this commercially successful franchise. <laughs> it's just, it's just, massive thing. It's just not very Star Warsy, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah what is Star Warsy anymore? Shouldn't it be like the Star Wars Boonta Eve classic or something? I don't know. I like that. The, okay. The, yeah. The the Ewok uh, celebration. Just oh, call it Love Day. Mm, okay. Sure, sure. Why not? Star Life Wars day. Love Day. It's not, Life day, it, whatever. It's all the same. Yeah. It's not like they haven't already taken over the May 4th stuff and, and they couldn't just squeeze it into there. But uh, Star Wars, gigantic, massive, maybe too big sometimes. Jedi Fallen Order, I like it. I'm happy for a second one. Uh, this one is um, in the classic 
style of the names are weird and too long. This is Jedi Survivor. There's okay. Star yeah, man, Wars. Everything, everything is just a hierarchy of branding these days. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like at least three colons down. Star Wars is the meta brand, yes. and then Jedi is yes. the sub brand, and yes. now we have Survivor. I mean, you know, it's yeah. So just, we're just harken harken <laughs> back to the days of you know, Dark Forces three, Jedi Knight two, Jedi right. Outcast. <laughs> yes. So in the Star Wars Jedi series, we now have mm-hmm. Survivor. Uh, we should just say out of the gate, this is a 2023 release without a firm date. Uh, it is yes. just in the the year 23, the year of our release, 2023. Consoles and PC, uh, what have you. Expect this thing to get a date and then get pushed back at some point. Uh, it will just happen. Cal Kestis coming back. I yeah, figured I, they would. What's up? I figured they would bring. Him oh back. yeah, yeah. No, the the ending of that game is very much like, hey, where does this posse go from here? Although no Deborah Wilson in this trailer at all. Ah. But then, like, there was a quote from Stig Asmussen in here. Even before completing Fallen Order, our team had a big vision of how to carry the adventure for Cal, BD, and the crew into okay. the sequel. So okay. maybe, maybe she is back. Also, I haven't looked at the cast list. Also, uh, the pilot Riz? is that Wasn't the pilot? The pilot's name? Yeah, the salty pilot. Yeah, that guy was also great. Uh, I, I, and it's not an extraordinarily detailed look at the game yet. It's just kind of like, hey, yeah. here's here's the first thing we're going to show you. Yeah. Um, there's Based- a person in a back to tank that has got the internet a bit of a, a bit of flame i think that they said that's like an ally or something it's like a, there's like a dude with long silvery hair in a back to tank and everybody's yeah. like who is that sephiroth i don't know it could be also uh, genova he's fighting some kind of red lightsaber user in the middle of that trailer that i've seen some people say boy that looks like darth revan that would be neat of kotor fame did you know they make uh but what the hell about- would that be we know but also would, isn't that's Knights of the Old Republic. Dude, the dude would be like 4,000 years old now. Which, yeah. Uh, Listen, I guess stranger things have happened. Sure. I guess you're right. That is not a light year too far to, to get to. Darth just, Revan just, is like, it's like the, was it the Dread Pirate Roberts? It's more a title just, than a person. Just have mm. Oscar Isaac show up for 30 seconds and go, somehow Darth Revan has returned. And then you've, that's it. That's all the legwork you need to do to establish that's this right. plot twist. They went, yeah, to, canon. they went to a planet and a thousand Darth Revans came out of the, <laughs> came out of the mist and into the air. Uh, like a Darth Revan. Did you know they they do Darth Revan and some of they had a Cal Kestis one, uh, Choi in the in the Star Wars series Black series line. I almost, oh, I'm sure they have. Oh, yeah. I am I am just uh, waiting for that actor to show up in one of the Star Wars shows. Like it's mm. you know like the character model is modeled on him. You know right. they literally can just so have isn't Obi Wan like in that time period? Yes, yes, it is. It 100 yeah. percent is. I, I oh. watched the first two episodes of that. How was it? It's it's okay. Okay. It's all right. Some parts of it feel a little cheap. Like some parts very much look like this is a TV budget. Mm. Yeah. Some of, some of the supporting acting could be better. Ewan McGregor is like killing it though. Okay. I, I, yeah, he does look like he's having fun. Like, I watched well, the trailer. Well, actually, I mean, he's doing a good job. I don't know about fun. Like they, they're, they're going full on like Obi-Wan PTSD angle. Oh, oh I know. I'm it. just saying like, he doesn't look like he's bored to be there or no, unhappy no, 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 no. to be embodying that character. Yeah, no, no, no. He's definitely, he's definitely giving it his yeah. all. Um, so this is uh this is Cal this is Jedi Survivor this is Cal Kestis on the run uh mm-hmm. because you know the Jedi it's, he's born to run yeah if you I, remember I, the first one there was the kind of Order sixty six is the start of that game and uh, Cal I think Cal's a Padawan right at the beginning yes, of yes that? he was a Padawan that escaped the Jedi Academy yeah like, yeah like all the all the sort of the pasts of him and all the other characters in that game was like kind of where all the good meat of the storytelling was yeah I didn't. I didn't. I, they went into some interesting angles with the villain in that game, of, in, in terms of trauma and and what it means. Yeah. You know, uh, 
that stuff. But I, I remember the fight at the end, not loving. And there's like some, you know, fan service near the end too. That was like, okay. But I remember the, just the actual mechanics of that fight at the end. Not yeah. Being that fun. fight was kind of annoying, but she was, a, she was a great character. Yeah. Fun character. Um, so yeah, 2023, no hard dates. This is, um, you know, I don't think. I bet we'll, that's a fall next year game. Yeah. I hope, I hope this is good. They say I, re- I really liked that first one. It had potential. It was not entirely fulfilled. I would like to see them take another yeah, crack. If they were able to clean that one up, I could see that one working better for me. I really enjoyed it. I I didn't run into as many technical things. I I can't remember where it made it on my list, but I'm pretty sure it was fairly high, if I'm remembering correctly, at the time. I, I just I could look this up if you want. Nah, it's okay. I remember it being right. a fun romp, you know? And like yeah. and fun powers as you upgrade stuff and your lightsaber and all of that nonsense. But is it a B game? It's a BD one game. Okay. Yeah. You, you get it. BD one, pretty good robot. Pretty good. You always got to have a good robot. Everybody's got to have a good robot. Uh, so yeah, we'll see where it goes. They say they're going to share more about it uh, later this year, which is 2022. I don't know what that means. That could be holiday yeah. stuff. I don't when know. And where? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, EA's flat out said they're not doing an EA play this year. So yeah, but actually, but you know what they did say was like, hey, we will show individual games when they're ready. So maybe you think there's any chance this comes out Q1 2023? I mean, I guess there's a chance. Who sure. knows? But yeah, we'll see. See, that's kind of EA's. That's one of EA's bigger things they got going on, right? It's that in sports. I mean, they yeah, did like just for announce- franchise for stuff that's not just their mainstays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did just announce Madden. They said they are putting John Madden on the cover this year, right. which is the only yeah, right decision for them to nice, make. So, a nice cover. Yeah, uh, it's kind of respectful. I think it just straight up says like "Thanks, Coach" on the cover. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. It's it's a cool throwback cover too. You know, it's like it's neat. Uh, again, if you don't know, Madden John Madden passed away. So last year, yes. Uh, you know, th- those games, th- this is the cycle to put him on, on the cover. Yes. Uh, and also EA, not, th- not that this has anything to do with the Madden stuff, but just in licensing. When is the first non FIFA stuff? Is that, uh, next year. That's a next year thing. I think okay. they're through next summer. They're still on the, on the books with them. Okay. All right. Uh, the fallen order two stuff announcement again, kind of a teaser. Uh, another thing that we have going on here, not necessarily a teaser, but I know you guys have been looking forward to or speculating out there what this Sonic Frontiers, what is an open world Sonic game? How could they do this? What is it going to look like? Mm-hmm. Well, your ans- your questions. It looks like something. I it, what IGN has footage of this exclusive footage. I don't know if it's exclusive. I Maybe. believe this is an exclusive for them. Yes. Uh, world premiere gameplay of Sonic Frontiers. Initial impressions. I think it looks interesting. It's like I don't, I, it, it, the footage seems very early. There is nary an enemy to be seen in this footage. Like it's nothing yeah. but Sonic running around without even like in world in game music. You know, it's like it's got yes. B roll music behind it. It's yes. just Sonic running around doing some Sonic stuff in, in an some open world. very. I'm just gonna say it peculiar looking architecture in that world because it is a straight up like Breath of the Wild style <laughs> open world open environment with trees and grass and all you know that crap, and then there's just a bunch of big stuff around that is the Sonic things you sort of know rails and 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 jump platforms and whatnot, 
but they don't look like they quite belong there. Yeah, the the, the aesthetic is the one thing that's really throwing me with this because they're going for just f- kind of flat realism in the environments. Like, not that, you know, I mean, Sonic's not the most cartoony looking character in this, but like no, some, I mean, Green some, Hill Zone is a Green Hill Zone. Right. I get that. Some, but. some amount of stylization, I think, would be not like, I, honestly, I wish this game looked like Green Hill Zone. Like, I think, yeah, I think if this game looked like these 16 bit games, but in open world format, that would be cool as hell. This just looks like, generic realistic landscape but oh by the way sonic like you can practically see the speed tree logo over stuff yeah, i don't know what just what's up with this aesthetic choice uh it looks like he's running around the halo world uh, kind of yeah, yeah. sure yeah. but with uh, less bad guys around well like yeah it, we don't know if there are going to be more people in there or more baddies later it's it, right now this trailer okay two things about this directly about this trailer one it seemed like one of those things you used to get that you're supposed to cut up into pieces and then do in, use in a review. That's the kind of B-roll it reminded me of, of like, hey, don't put this whole thing up. This is supposed to be edited for talk over stuff uh, right. as you describe what is happening over here. The second thing was shown it's in, in its entirety with that kind of weird music underneath it. It feels like Sonic in a sad, everybody's dead in this world. I'm the last. Like it's the Kirby thing, right? Yeah. yeah like it's, it's, just, it's just like, I don't know what to do. I just, all I know how to do is run fast. And like everybody died of something in the Sonic universe. And he's just lonely and running around solving like these the puzzles last, for no reason. The last rails of society are just hovering in the air like fucking Death Stranding villains. Like it's so weird looking. Like in the middle, he should be like like going to Tails' grave or something and just being like, yeah. I'm just going to run fast, buddy. I just, you know, wish you doing were- doing it for you, Bo. <laughs> wish you were here. Uh, and then just run around this universe because what else are you going to do? He's like a mortal. He's like an immortal god and everybody else yeah. has died. And he just, this world is decaying and there's no, he, maybe he has to bring life back to it. Sonic Purgatory I, is what I want. Maybe it's because I just watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2 like a couple of weeks ago. But the tone in this just felt so much more dour than, and and I understand like the movie is its own thing, but like that those movies are just big, goofy, dumb family films. Like everything is stupid, and they know it, and they're having fun with it. This seems like, I mean, look, they're still doing Sonic things, so it's not completely devoid of that. But like, just the atmosphere in that video is hanging heavy in a way that it feels like it should not. Yeah, it's uh, it has has me thinking that they may put out another video pretty soon that is like. Maybe more. No, we promise. Music. Eggman's in the background somewhere. He's there. It's, there's robots. Like it's <laughs> Knuckles is there. It's gonna be fine. Oh, just like more upbeat music, at least, or something that's yeah. like some kind of interaction in a way that's like, no, we we all got the proof of concept. We we get it. You run around a, a, a tone. It's piece. a big environment. We get it. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's weird. I'm trying not to dunk too hard on Sonic stuff because I've done that through most of my career, and it's not all bad. But like, this could be fun. This could be fun. It's just a I weird just, thing. I, it's just a weird way to present that yeah. game. It is. Yeah. It's probably yes. really early, though. Yes. I mean, like, yeah. I know it's supposed to, I think, as of last check, it's still out this year, right? But Is it? I'm pretty sure it's still on the dockets. Okay. Gosh, if they've pushed this one back, then... Okay, it still says 2022. What's left? I didn't see if that IGN story had a current release date, but... I mean, you know, you always hear the thing about, like, oh, video games aren't really video games until the last 10% of development when everything comes together. Sure. Like, like, this game has to have enemies in it, is what I'm saying. And we all know like the, the story about the, the one ring remaining, right? This, this, you know, this may just be what they were able to get together at this point. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the thing that maybe feels like not so much dunking on it. This isn't leaked footage. 
No, Th- this is something they. This put is their out. presentation. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is this is how they want you to view it and be like, you know, yeah. I think I think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch my kids who are Sonic fans run around and play. And sure. I think I maybe for me too. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. TBD from a tone piece. A little sad or something. I'm bring, maybe I'm yeah. bringing a lot to the table there, but a little sad. Uh, all right. Sony uh, has another state of play coming up, but what will Sony announce at this state of play? What What could Sony have on the table for 2022 and beyond? I'm glad well, you asked. Yeah, they said in vague terms exactly what's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Reveals from our third party partners, plus a sneak peek at several games in development for PlayStation VR two. Which sure doesn't sound like God of War Ragnarok. No, definitely. I mean, I think that flat out excludes anything that's first party is working on, right? Unless they're going to do a surprise thing at the end, but it doesn't seem like that's the focus yeah. here. I mean, reveals from our third party partners is pretty... By partners, they mean Square Enix. Yeah, I've seen a lot of banding about about like Square Enix and Capcom prime being those primary yeah, this, this partners. Yeah, this. this Kotaku story did a pretty good breakdown of like, who are prominent third party partners for Sony and what do they have? And like... Yeah, Square Enix got Forspoken coming out. There was also, I think we've mentioned it before, they've been talking like Final Fantasy 16 is like almost done. Hmm. Yeah, the producer was. So, possible they show some of that? Yeah. Huh. Which would be a big thing to show, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That could help. I got people out of their seats. Are they? Are we on any kind of track for the next Final Fantasy 7 installment? Uh, I mean, it, it'll, you know, it's in progression, progression, progress, production, developments, production. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they said, obviously, this will be a series, but they haven't said anything about uh, Actually, I take that back. I think they maybe said... Did we get, like, a date on a screen? Or something? No, definitely. Absolutely. No. Okay. Definitely not. Um, did we get a console? Like, PS6? Let's see, I, let's see. Okay, you know, they did say they did say at some point they will talk about part two of that this year sometime. All right. And then, uh, uh, what's the what's the name of the Horizon VR thing they're doing? The, uh, I had that in front of me before. Like, uh, I, Vistas or something? It's long. It is. Call of the Mountain? Call of the Mountain. Okay. Horizon Call of the Mountain. Okay. I, nothing against that game. I'm sure it'll be fine, but I bet that is going to be intended to show off the many new features of the PlayStation VR 2. I hope so. I mean, listen, I like, I hope it's amazing and I hope it does. I like things that are tech demos for VR that really show them off. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, especially if it's free or not expensive, you know? Right. Yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm guessing that is like nothing near like a full Horizon game or anything close to it. You know, right. I bet it's a Horizon I'd, experience, I'd probably pretty bite size. Yeah, uh, some of guess. some of the my favorite stuff for VR are the the demo the like technical uh, uh, demo stuff. You know, like yeah, yes, uh, those things. Anything involving an Astrobot. So that's a state of play that is happening this Thursday. I think Alex, you and I are going to try and uh, watch it and talk over it, so you can join yeah. us uh, for that live. You know, it's fairly short. It's probably a half hour ish. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I would see more Forspoken. I'm still curious about yeah, what that thing. I feel like being. They haven't shown anybody just playing that, right? Like they've shown montages of gameplay. Day, no. Like some of the some of the third person action stuff looks pretty wild in that game. Like some of the big, over the top magic spells that you see getting flung yeah. around. But I, I don't think feel just like done, I don't like, have the firmest grasp yet of what that thing is. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they've done just like here's five or. 10, well, 10 minutes is too much for a 30 minute thing, but like, it's still like, here's a few minutes of somebody just playing this kid in King Arthur's court style, right? Yeah. Is, that's okay. the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, it seems a little irreverent. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe that's just what they chose to emphasize for the marketing. Right. Maybe well, a little quippy, but I don't know. 
I could definitely see this ending with a splash thing or a trailer for Final Fantasy 16, but I could also see it not. Like, you know, yeah, it's tough like, to say. Tough to say. State mm-hmm. of Play coming up, uh, and just a reminder that there is also the Xbox Bethesda experience thing coming up pretty soon, and the Summer Games Fest coming up pretty soon here. Uh, and if you ha- are just tuning in, remember there is no official E3 this year, so no official E3-related press conferences. But there, there is only Summer Games Fest. <laughs> but there yeah. is stuff around the margins and announcements. Yes. And we t- uh, we- real quick, Kotaku threw out Pragmata, the, that Capcom game with the astronaut walking around Times Square or whatever that is. I straight up forgot that existed yeah, until right. that story. Yes, mm-hmm. that was. I think that was an early PS5 stream reveal. It's just like, hey, the PS5 is coming out. Here's some stuff. Mm. Much as they did with Deep Down in the PS4. Right. Yes. Pra- yes. Okay. Fine. Yes. Exactly. Is this is this the PS5's Deep yes. Down? Is what I'm asking. Pragmata, until proven otherwise, Pragmata oh, is 100 percent the Deep Down of the PS5. Oh. I'm sorry if that's mean, but Tough. I think that's just what it is. I mean, they they have said it is coming out at some point. You're just being pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been, I guess currently it is listed as next year. Okay. Okay. Uh. Sony state of play coming up Thursday. Come join us. If you want to watch that together and we'll all say, Oh yeah, there's this, there's the thing at the end. Or we'll say, well, that was not the thing at the end. Uh, Sony also has their, um, uh, their, uh, uh, PlayStation plus stuff rolling out in some territories. We're getting it here in North America, June 13th, uh, which includes some of this PlayStation classic stuff, the older games coming, but they're still trying to figure out what's going on here with their PAL stuff and their NTSC releases. Yeah, we talked about it last week, as as they have done with previous PlayStation things. They put out a bunch of PAL versions of these games, which run at lower frame rates because of the way those TVs worked. I guess now they have patched some of those PAL releases to add frame interpolation to make them run at 60, which has just added a god-awful-looking ghosting effect to these things like these... I thought we got past interlacing, man. I thought we weren't doing that shit anymore. These these screenshots are just extremely ugly. Like, they look real bad. Like, that looks worse than just those games running at 50 hertz. Like, Jumping Flash deserves better than this. Come on. Yeah. It's a bummer. Like, I, uh, I mean... It I is. still don't understand what the technical concern that made them go with these versions is to uh, begin with. The prevailing theory is that it's just an easy way to get multilingual versions out there because that work was already done in those versions, but then they've put out other games that are in TSC in the same yeah. space, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's the only ROM they could find or in yeah. this image. <laughs> that that would make me what? sad, but that, that could... I mean, also, have you tried the internet? I'm pretty yes, sure there's ROMs out there of the, the TSC versions. If that's the case, let me give to tell you the good word about archive.org. It's yeah. um, it's a re- it's a shame because it is so easy to go out for someone else to find another way to play these games. Yes. Y- you have to give. What we have found over the last twenty years is if you give consumers uh, a pathway, a legal pathway, a very easy path pathway to play your stuff, and it's a good version of it. A lot of people will just be like, you know what? This is just this is the easiest route. This is the yeah. le- uh, path of least resistance. I'm okay there. But when you it's also pretty easy to get this stuff other places and it's a better experience than, you mm-hmm. know, you're, you're, you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure a ton of people would play these and not notice cause they don't have them side by side or whatever. But I think there's also just an aspect of like respecting your own history, you know, like yes. Nintendo, Nintendo has done the same thing. Like they shipped mm-hmm. those N 64 games on switch and they were like, like Ocarina of time was a mess. They were not you know? in good shape. Like they have, you know, they've they've used illegal ROMs pulled from the internet in some of their products for, for their old games in the past, and it's like 
Sony and Nintendo both have made some of the absolute best video games in history. Yeah. Like, and come they, on, and, like, do a good job here and stuff. And had third-party relationships, you know, that, like, resulted in some other incredible games coming to those services in the past that are not now. Like, I'm not to harp on Nintendo, but, like, their output for those classic games things... Still pretty fucking dire. Man, I haven't looked at the, the what is it called? Super Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online, I believe is the name of yeah. that service. I hadn't fired that up in ages until, again, small children wanted to play some old video games. And like, I do not know who is picking the games that go on that thing, but it is weird. Like someone got in touch with Jalico and no one else, because it, it is a rough stretch. Yes. Jal- yes, Jalico hadn't thought about overrepresented Jalico as much say. since yes, the late the mid nineties. Oh I always thought Joe and Joe and Mac Joe and Mac two is on there. Okay, sure. Joe and Mac one, no. Oh, Poppin' Twinbee Caveman Ninja. Oh wait, that is Joe and Mac. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay, I take it back. Apparently, in Japan, Joe and Mac was known as Caveman Ninja. Ah, okay. Why would you change that? That's the greatest name that's ever existed. Tough enough is on there. Okay. Just, you know. Like, these are things you get when you're like six or seven years deep into this service and you've already right. gotten most of the classics out of the way. Right. These are the things you rented when you just didn't know any better. Uh-huh. And they were yeah. in. You yep. had $3 burning a hole in your pocket. You were you had ridden your bike to Blockbuster and hell or high water, you were coming out of there with a video game. Right, right. Uh, uh, so like, Rygar was out. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or, Karnoff was out. Yeah, Karnoff was also out. And you're like, all right, I could either read Gotcha <laughs> or mm-hmm. uh, or this or, one or Brawl Brothers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you're like, I okay, I'm gonna do Spanky's this. Quest. Anybody? Uh huh. No, yeah. no, no. I am done with Spanky's Quest. So that's the PlayStation Plus stuff. We'll have more. I'm sure. Do you guys do the upgraded Nintendo thing? I don't. The, no. uh Okay. I have not upgraded to the top tier yet. Okay. I've just got uh, the basic one. Uh, then, uh, in the States here in North America, uh, I think it's June 13th is when the upgraded PlayStation tier stuff is coming for PlayStation plus. Yes. I am not planning on upgrading right away, so we'll see how that stuff goes and rolls out. But I understand that, you know, there's attractive to some people out there. Not for me quite yet. Not yeah. quite yet. I wouldn't say I'm there yet either. Uh, more Sony stuff here. We, we talked a little bit about horizon and, uh, uh, it's series series and the state of its series, but there is more here because of course there is. Everything wants to be the big universe of things. How is Sony's movie universe doing? Well, it, it's moving to television in a couple of places. Uh, so we've already talked about the last of Us series, which is coming to HBO. Uh, there's also a Twisted Metal series in development that has a cast that right now includes Anthony Mackie, Nev Campbell, and Stephanie Beatriz of, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine fame. Are they the cars? It's good to see Nev I, Campbell get in work again. Yeah, no, shout out to Nev Campbell. I heard that last Scream movie was actually pretty good, so <laughs> happy to see her working again, but I don't remember where that series is supposed to land. Hmm. But there is another one in development, apparently. It is Horizon Zero Dawn, and it is a Netflix. Uh, despite the current state of Netflix and their whole thing going around saying, yeah, we're not giving $200 million to Marty Scorsese anymore, <laughs> they are apparently still developing some licensed TV stuff, and I guess they are going to do a, a Horizon Zero Dawn series. Wait, did they really say that about, I mean, maybe not directly about Scorsese, but did they flat out say, like, hey, we're not making expensive movies anymore? Well, I, well, they're not making those kinds of expensive movies anymore. There, there was a Hollywood Reporter article that I went around today, I think, uh, and there was a little bit of editorializing from the Hollywood Reporter, but basic the gist was, we're not giving 
Marty Scorsese $175 million to make The Irishman again. We're not going to do that sort of thing. Instead, Ooh. we're going to make a thousand more red notices because of course. that will do better for us in oh. the long run. Uh, so this this stuff came out of a, a, a business meeting here um, with with Sony Pictures. I Okay. There's also, okay, sorry, just real quick. Yeah. There's also apparently a God of War series that Amazon is doing and a Gran Turismo series. Right, yes, the Gran Turismo series was the one that I saw and was just... What are we doing here? You make a, you got to do a series of everything. Uh, what is the genre for that? Gran Turismo? Is it like like slick car heist? Th- no, they wouldn't do that. No. Gran Turismo no. is too stuffy. Probably. Gran Turismo is way too stuffy to have crime. Yeah. That's the thing, is it's so stuffy. It's I so don't know stuffy. what that is. But hmm. maybe... Is it just a bunch of talking heads talking about like people who are good at making cars like it, the is, game is? Is it, is it Top Gear but boring? I, I, I bet it they go Fast and Furious style because that still seems to be where the money is in like people in nice cars doing weird heist or, or I just don't know if Yamauchi's down for that sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they steal wine. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they steal jazz like old like vinyls of jazz and wine. Uh, around japan here's my thing yeah please if this was anyone but netflix i would say this is probably going to happen right now netflix in its current state not sure Mm. not sure this one's actually going to come to fruition they may have signed the deal they may be developing it but netflix their business is all over the goddamn place right now and they would some i feel like they're they've had a bunch of layoffs recently you know they are notorious for canceling shows as soon as they stop you know after a couple of seasons, if people, if like there's even a little bit of a drop off in audience. So I just, at this scale, with them talking about like cost cutting measures, a Horizon Zero Dawn fr- like TV series yeah. sounds like exactly the kind of thing that would be too much, too, like too rich for their blood. Unless it's extremely small scale. Like, mm. I don't know if you can do that one like, small scale. It's funny, like reading feedback about that Obi Wan series, I'm starting to see people turn on the volume. You know the yeah. volume, the thing they made the Mandalorian with, like yeah, the, big, yeah, yeah. the crazy Unreal Engine-driven. Their super virtual set, like rear projected looking kind of thing. Yeah, that thing. Some like, of the compositing that stuff looks god awful. Starting to Just see bad. people go like, oh, maybe this was not, <laughs> this is not as infallible as we thought. And there are so many more like necessarily CG creatures and and things like that in a Horizon Zero Dawn, even compared to something like Halo, which also seemed like it was struggling against its budget in some very specific ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. There's a lot of human drama, and then there are the, the dinosaurs and stuff. Here, But here's what I would want. Again, nobody's listening to me, but you mm. should, because I have the good ideas, especially for things like Mass Effect series and all that stuff. Don't do the story of Aloy. Do the story leading up to the fall in Horizon. They're super going to do the Don't story of Aloy. Don't do the story. You cannot. Listen, Netflix. Listen, look me in the eye. No, look at me. Look at me. You will not be able to get away visually with what is going on with the story of Aloy with real people. They barely get away with it in the video game. It's super weird. It's super awkward. You do not want to go down this path. Do before the fall. Do, do the Ted Farrow story. Before the fall, that's way more interesting. Don't do the Aloy stuff. It's yeah, I mean, visually I'm, weird. I'm with you. That do is it. the best part of Horizon, but like... Yes. You know what Horizon is. Like, it needs to look like Horizon. Start with start with them in the bunker and say, and you might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> and then 
backtrack and tell that story because that is an interesting story. There's still a lot of fun robots. There's still a lot of machines like those. What are they called, Brad? The the dreadnought things, the giant ones that uh, uh the, like the uh, giant tentacle things. Yeah, like the those horse, are cool. The horse units. Yeah, the horse that like, go through all that stuff. It's still super fun. But don't go too far in that direction because that's what the Halo series struggled with. They didn't even get to a Halo by the end of season one. It's okay. We don't need it. Ugh. But people are mad about that. Like, I'm telling you, like, people who like Halo are mad that they spent an entire season oh. and did not even get to a Halo. Oh, they're going to be mad. People will be mad Aloy's not in it. And people will be mad that, you know, if they did a, a thing that Shepard wouldn't be in the Mass Effect stuff. But, like, what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, the Horizon universe visually is kind of dumb. Yes. <laughs> and now imagine real I'm on people. record about this. Yes. Now imagine actual people having to wear the colanders <laughs> and weird stuff and speaking like they do and going all around this universe. It's it, you're going to have a tough time pulling this off especially on a budget. It's going to be weird. Just do just do pre pre the fall. You I know think what? it's a really interesting time. I would love it. I would love it if they found a way to get a costume designer in there who had no reverence whatsoever for what stuff looks like in those video games and just tried to make it into something else entirely. Or at least tone it down. Yeah, but it's not even it's not even just the costuming. It's like the whole again with with in, with real life and real people, the presentation borrows a lot and skirts a really weird line of appropriation throughout those games. Yes. So like so what I'm saying is throw all that shit out. <laughs> and just Super all Mario Brothers it. the movie it. Just yeah. say, here's the concept you think of what you want to do. Yes. What do you, what do you think a bomb bomb should look like? And just, we'll go with that. Just excise the constant fucking colander wearing and the white girl dreads. Like, just get all that shit out of there. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is how you get Dennis Hopper as Bowser. Yeah. He's dead. But that's okay, though. <laughs> well, you don't have to get Dennis Hopper, but I'm saying. Who's our Dennis Hopper? J- yeah. J.K. Simmons? Right. Like. I but I mean Brad you you just said it right like that stuff is interesting that's an interesting story to it tell it is yeah. yeah it just but it just uh, visually it is not identifiably horizon <sighs> and like you know you know they're going to they have to go for the thing that plays to the most number of I fans I know right? I think the robots alone could do that but, yeah I mean the robots are the thing I think but but even like in in Forbidden West they go into more about the kind of political intrigue that happened and, and a lot yes. more of the corporate stuff that happened I, th- no, I think you can have a good drama fine. in there yeah, all that stuff is fair game. I'm yeah. literally talking about the aesthetics. But I mean, like, I could see like that's that's if you make your Horizon f- series and it's huge, and then you can do your spinoff of like here's what happened in the past, and then. But there's also so many. There's like big. There's like a big war happening against the the, the Pharaoh plague. Like that stuff. There's there's a lot of cool stories happening in there, and the look, man, that last of us of TV series. Oh, I, that I was, last of us series is just doing Joel and Ellie, man. Like yeah, that's, I, mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I just know how corporations are. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It says Aloy on the first page of that script. You're right. Yeah. yeah you're right. Uh, all right. It's I, Maybe that's what I want to see. Like, I want to see the stories of the last stand of, you know, these. Because you know it's a doomed project as well. And I think that's also an interesting story premise. I mean, it could be a time hopping thing. They could cut back and forth between, you know, the fall and, you know, the the aftermath. But, like, it's I know, just, but then I you- just don't think they have. One, I don't think they're getting enough episodes to do that in a season. And with Netflix, you really just have to bank on having one season. But then also, again, visually, you got to do Aloy and uh, what is the what is the main scientist's name? The her progenitor, the the I forget. Oh, Elizabeth Sobek. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. So you got Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So you're gonna have to have the same actress 
doing like either makeup or other weird things that's again if you don't have the budget to do it's just gonna be weird don't do it cg i mean they're clones they should look the same but like did, did you know that i just found out like very like i guess around the time forbidden west came out they cast an actual dutch act- actress as aloy like straight up straight up male shepherd from mass effect style like like they facial scanned no, no, an actress I didn't know that. for Aloy. Yeah, yeah. There is there is an actress out there who is uh, okay. like, obviously the spitting image of Aloy. Yeah, no, I did not know that. Just not the spitting voice. Probably not. Uh, hey, hey, let Ashley Birch play. Yeah, Aloy. Weird. Anyway, Netflix again. Call me. We'll work it out. I got a new script coming. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. It's gonna lead into, and then you can be canonically tied in. And you don't have to be a separate universe. It'll lead into. People want to see. I want to see that stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, that is Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Twenty five percent chance that series actually happens. Maybe. maybe that's more, that's where I'm say. putting it. Yeah. Maybe it's animated and they just go. They get away from the entire. That would CG be a much budget. easier sell. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. What else do we have here? Uh, this last thing I'm just gonna say. Uh, this last week, noted actor Ray Liotta passed away. Uh, he, uh, obviously, you know, if you've ever seen Goodfellas, if you've ever seen Copland, ever seen something wild, like he had a very storied film career, yeah. but also, you know, he was the main actor in, uh, Grand Theft Auto, yeah, Vice yes, City. Yes, Vice City's favorite son, Tommy Versetti. Yeah. He, uh, he passed away at age of 67 in his sleep. He was in Dominican Republic filming a new thing. Uh, still too young. But, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to die in my sleep in the Dominican Republic sounds like not the worst way to go. Working, though, right? Or, I mean, working. I know there are a lot of details, but yeah. Was, um, yeah, he was working on a new film. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a sad thing. I love him as an actor. I've always enjoyed him, even in movies that weren't that great. I've always found something to enjoy with him. Him playing the evil wizard in that <laughs> Uwe Boll the Dungeon Siege movie is... Yeah. Really, one of the only good casting choices that has ever existed in one of Uwe Boll's movies, so... A smoldering intensity. Yes. For, uh, uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, yes. Saw some Rest headlines referring to him as a character actor, which mm. I never would have classified him that way, but... I think that's kind of where his career shifted after over time. Like, he was a leading man in some, in some fairly big movies, but, like, over time he kind of settled into more, like, villain roles and, you know, kind of, like, side character type stuff. But yeah, watch Goodfellas, watch Copland, watch Narc. Like, these are all fantastic films that he's in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and maybe don't play that GTA Vice City remake they did. That's maybe not the way to play that game. Mm, they've been working up? on it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure where it's at. Are we, are we there yet? I don't are know we, if we're there yet. Okay. I listen, I'll probably re- release that thing in... Uh, yeah. In about five years, they'll do it again. That is going to do it for the news for this week. We got some news coming up, I feel like. We yes, got, we do. We, we're going to have some Summer Games Fest stuff. We're going to have the State of Play coming up this week, and we're going to have some Xbox Bethesda showcase. I feel weird like I'm trying to stay on some kind of branding when I keep saying Xbox Bethesda showcase, but it... Just say it is, the Xbox thing. We all know what you're talking Xbox about. Thing. I could. I kind of have, have fun saying the Xbox Bethesda thing. You're going to have a lot less fun when it is the uh, <laughs> Xbox Bethesda Activision Blizzard extravaganza. <laughs> you know what I like? Microsoft press conference. There you go. There you go. There you go. The oh, Phil Spencer thing. Oh, you're a big fan of the NPC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The extended Philly NPC. Spence raps with you about video games. Phase five of the NPC, Philly Spencer uh, becomes the Iron Man. 
That is the news for this week. Uh, we've got our anniversary, like I said, at the top of the show going on now. And of course we couldn't do any of this without you. If you want to go over to patreon.com slash nextlander, you can find a tier that is right for you. Those tiers are updated. We have a post on the Patreon. If you want to find out more details about what some of those changes are, if you want to wait until the end of the week, totally. If you want to bounce around in tiers, we're totally good with that too. Whatever fits your profile. We thank you for the support. And thank you for watching. There is a tier, though, that gets that shout out on this podcast. And here we are, one year in, and we want to thank our mysterious benefactors very much for not being as mysterious, but surely being benefactors. Uh, Alex Navarro, Mm -hmm. can you do the honors of reading our mysterious benefactors for this week? I absolutely can. Our mysterious benefactors for this week include... Vornak, Corey Porter, Vinny's Giant Booga Boogas, James Smith, Skywarp, Brian D, John Hubbard, Sean Miller, Nick Donegan, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, JM, Jerry Lee, Gary Pejsky, Conrad Kuzman, Robert Fisher, John McInnes, Octothorpe Bunny Crimes, Peter Reardon, Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Statics, Andrew Jackson, Bacon Monk, Anders Buga, Devin Maestro Hall, Razgriz Take My Money Too, Brian Murphy, Trevin and Adrian R. Happy One Year Next Lander, Kevin Volato, Randy Duax, Mark Allenbach, Aaron Gonzalez Beer, Andrew Teepkin, It Me JP, Edward Cheek, Andrew Slosky, Steve Lynn, Richard Welsh, aka Hired Noobs, Matthew Herrig, David Campos, and Tyler Treese. Thank you, and thank you to all our supporters. I want to actually take just a second here as we approach our one year. I want to thank um, everybody who has gone out there, who've been with us, a lot of you, since the beginning. We really appreciate it. And now also to our new supporters out there. Welcome, and we get a big thanks from us uh, as well. Uh, Not only do you support what Nextlander is doing, uh, we try to give some perks within the tiers, but really it, it was the foundation for what we do here, all that support. Um, you know, it is not necessarily, we don't look at it as like a paywall thing. We try to look at it as, uh, adding some fun things in the tiers for your support that makes next lander run. So thank yes. you very much. We appreciate it. That is going to do it for this week's show. We have, uh, that state of play, which we're going to talk over on Thursday. Alex, you and I are going to do that. We have an Alex quest coming up, uh, on, uh, tomorrow. Uh, Brad, you are not there for that Alex quest. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, uh, Alex, you and I are in there and we're gonna beat it. This is it. Whoa. Wait, are you that far? No. Oh, no. This is it. No. Oh, he's lying to you. Okay. We're so close. We're getting there. We're We're doing things. Things are getting done. The scourge. So yeah, we're going to have a a stream in the morning of some final fantasy. Then we're going to have some Alex quest. And later on, we're going to have that state of play in the evening. Uh, and then on Friday, I'm going to be doing another long one with the Final Fantasy 14 online. And then we're going to roll into the afternoon, and then uh, Alex and Brad are going to come join in. I'll recap them on the, uh, the Big Zaddy details, and then we'll switch gears into something else over there. Plenty of other stuff to take a look at. So thanks, everybody, for coming along on that journey as well into Final Fantasy 14. Big thumbs up for me. I didn't really talk about it this show, but I'm enjoying it. Um, you Big know, whale. <laughs> There'll I'm, be I'm, time. 
Big Zaddy, Big Whale. Big Zaddy, yeah. Big Whale. Uh, shout out to Lil, Lil Zaddy, who joined mm-hmm. in uh, on the stream. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and then next week, some more of that as well. Plenty of other stuff going on around the next Lander universe. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and being so great. We're going to end the show now. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Happy anniversary and happy birthday. Hell it's yeah. Your, it's your birthday out there. It's your birthday as well. We'll be back next week.